Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're clean or fecal, from Jerome to angry people, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He's just a little white guy who never really made much sense. It's my co-host, Evan. From his gilded glass house, he's hurling rocks. He wants to see me shamed. Displayed in stocks, not gonna happen. That's my co-host, Saker. And you're here on BNL Fight. (laughs) (laughs) This is the only podcast with two white guys arguing about music. Have you ever ever been in stocks, Ev? Have you ever... Either one. Have you ever been in... In the stock market, or have you ever been chained in stock? I think yes to yes to A and yes to B. So really, the, the, you're a stock guy. I mean, I'm not. I I I invest in like a 401k that is involved in stocks. I have like money okay. market accounts. So I mean, I mean, okay. I'm, I I don't. I own stock in like a bank, but I'm not like a, <laughs> I don't play the stock market. If that's what you mean. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I have no concept of stocks. You're I'm probably so far in stocks. You got the. Universe. You probably you're a, you're a teacher. You probably got your uh, I, pension yeah. invested in like uh, there was like that pension gate a couple years ago where like the guy had invested like the teacher's pension fund in a bunch of like gold coins. God, his brother's damn, collection dude. of gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> He's just. Can you invest in like Jeremiah Smith's gold coin collection? Well, his brother had like had like a, a had like a gold markup or something like that, and there was a big scandal about it, and the t- teacher's pension lost like I don't know a billion dollars or some ridiculous amount of money. I, brother, I'm so. If you can't invest, teach. That's what they always say. Teach investing. That's what right. they always say. That's the old motto. If you can't invest, teach, and if you can't teach, then preach gym te- that's the most insulting fucking the gym teacher thing if you can't teach teach gym rude just I mean, fucking rude i feel like there's it feels athletics. challenging yeah. to be a gym teacher i mean yes and no every gym teacher i had has been a i mean even the good gym teachers have been bad teachers because they were always like gym teachers and then like they had like a history class or something they would teach too or maybe no no sorry that health. was the coaches it's the, always health. health that's the one yeah health the or one. i think our our gym teacher also did driver's ed in high school which feels, I mean, those are related, right? Although I feel like gym would be a hard thing because, like, in a normal class, if the kids get out of line, you'd be like, shut the fuck up, sit down! You're supposed to be quiet and sit still! <laughs> and or, like, in a gym class, be- you're supposed to be moving around, like, acting like a fucking, <laughs> you know, piece of, piece of shit. And they're like, well, what do you do? <laughs> One would never guess that you had a child. All these fucking running around, these little pieces of shit. I don't like <laughs> other children. I don't like other children. I just hate other children. You barely like your child. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, true. I got on my nerves pretty quick. <laughs> I how do you how do you i have like a uh, i have like a very vivid memory of being in gym class in like fifth or sixth grade and we were in gym class with like the um like the mainstream kids like the the, the kids who had like learning disabilities or things like that but also you know were in class and like like took some classes with us and one of them was gym okay. class and i remember one of the kids who obviously had like uh Tourette's or something like that he couldn't stop talking and the gym teacher got furious at him and made him like run around the room while he was talking and oh, uh, it was it, it felt it felt very abusive to me even at the time before I even knew like what was going on. <laughs> but the kid like couldn't run straight, so every time he would like turn a corner, he would have to slow down. And so the teacher would just go corner, corner, not looking at the kid, like predicting when the kid was going to turn the corner. This is like a, a form oh. of memory for me where I'm like, this is okay. not okay to do. This is not okay to yeah. do to a human. This this is a human being you're torturing now. <laughs> So that's where you okay. Your sense of morality was formed during yep, fifth grade yep, gym yep. class. I mean, I said nothing. Cool. I stayed silent. Do you, but uh, do you think he was saying coroner and he just wanted that kid to mm, die? Mm, I, do you think that's possible? They had a. They had a. Uh, yes. Yes. I think so. I think he wanted to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and that kid was found dead later. 
Oh no! Little Billy Blanks. Oh, Little Billy Blanks. He, his ghost would go on to, to found Billy Tybo. Blanks Jr. <laughs> oh, okay. Jr. Oh, not his son. He was this. The timeline here is very confusing. You are, according to our our lore, a Civil War ghost. I am a so Civil War. it kind of makes it kind of makes sense that you went to school with Billy Blanks. Just. In some context, I guess. How old is Billy? Never mind. I don't actually want to think about this. This is too confusing. We already have too much lore for the final season of this podcast. Too much. Oh, uh, speaking of, oh, I don't know. This kid, After this song, one of my notes. Listen, I'm just going to fucking put my whole ass out there right now. One of my notes for this song is, this is the last season of this podcast. <laughs> this cannot continue after this fucking song. Oh, well. This is a, uh, I mean. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk. We got, okay, we got a right. whole hour to talk about we have, that. We have a sequence of fucking events. <laughs> yes, okay, so yes. next up then. We live in we society to... of laws. <laughs> First up, bullshit time. Yes. Next up, introduce guest. I have a PowerPoint. I have to get to each PowerPoint on it. Um, all right, we have a great guest today. Uh, he's uh, he's one of the co-hosts of the podcast Get Played and Doughboys. It's Nick Weiger. Hi, Weiger. How Hi. are you? Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me. Hello, hello. Oh my what God! A, what a thanks hoot. for being here. Uh, the Billy hoot. Blanks, sixty-eight years young. Can oh, you believe that? Oh, nice. Looks great. Looks like a million bucks. That is huge. I mean, I haven't seen him publicly for probably twenty of those years. Right? When's the last time Billy Blanks did something? Good question. Those Tybo ads were in heavy rotation uh, when I was like in in high school and college, and that yeah, that so that's like twenty years ago. So yeah, it, it has yeah. been a time since he's been the public eye. But I, I I don't know I think that, I, the recent photos I've seen of him he looks good. Let's look. Let's all look up. Some a, I was in a, when I was in Japan. Blanks. I think in like 2010 he had like made the jump to Japan and every he was like the, a big sensation over there and was like doing like Taibo classes. And of okay. course they were just mocking him mercilessly because they're like oh this is what the Americans do for karate and stuff like that or Taekwondo or whatever. So you know the Japanese. But he is a sure, karate sure. champion. He was that's the whole thing. He had like legit credentials. He just turned it into a fitness workout that's obviously a, a bastardization of the martial art. Uh but but you know, he 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 was a he was a legit champ. I'm looking at him. His his he's up on Instagram. Yeah, he does appear nice. to be in, you know, some other country, but um he is uh he looks great. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at the same pictures and the dude is uh barely in his 50s that's incredible yeah. yeah he's a he's a good good looking guy for 68 holy shit um i don't know i've never i, I never did taibo have either of you done taibo no i never did it i thought about okay. doing it you yeah. about doing i it? did okay, well because you see those ads and it's just like you know i'm just like okay i'd like to get in shit i'd like to look like billy blanks he looks great <laughs> and then also it's like fun to punch and kick you know it's like i'm thinking like parappa the rapper like kick punch it's all in your mind i was just like oh man if i could turn that into fitness that would be a hoot um i ended up doing wow you just put on a parappa the rapper beanie on like just pulled it right out of <laughs> beneath your monitor what, yeah, what you within don't know arm's is length is a any, any given instance wow this is yeah <laughs> you 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 hit my my uh fucking trigger word oh my my uh webcam went off i was about to show you my parappa the rapper sticker collection wow rap is my favorite thing in the fucking world yeah wow. oh yeah so the the urge to kick and punch is a is a violent and feral one and uh, i think we can all sort of sympathize with it yeah i did um, end up taking i took uh, you know a, a muay thai classes around that same time and i'm sure partly it was because you know the idea of tai bo had kind of worked its way into my mind it's just like oh sure. this, that could be a fitness regimen um, it is fun to kick and punch it's a hoot it is <laughs> i can't say much more than that yeah. that's is it fun to kick and punch i remember i took i took karate classes as a like a 
maybe seven, eight-year-old. I also but did fact- karate around that age, and I never knew what I was doing. Sorry, please keep going. I never fucking knew. No, no, yeah. no, of course not. And uh, and they were on Saturday mornings, and I was like, I want to watch cartoon. I, I quit the classes, and I felt like shit because my parents were like, they're they're gonna keep the deposit, and I was like, I don't know what that means, but it sounds <laughs> like I'm doing something very bad. Yes. I don't know. That's shitty. I don't know. And you should not guilt you give kids a deposit for, to a karate well, have, school. You have to fight them for it. Like your your dad's like that. Right, little Saker. I'm not going in there and punching you know Sensei Don in the face for your deposit. Uh huh. Like, <laughs> it is bizarre. I mean, we are from the same hometown, but did you know that his name was Don? <laughs> That's kind of incredible. You know, that yeah, you Sensei got it Don. Yeah, he went around to all the schools to like recruit for like. <laughs> I think it was called like White Dragons or something like that. Wow. He only wanted like certain kids in it. Um, okay. You know, he was like really. He, that sounds like the fucking Foot Clan. That sounds like the Teenage Mutant. It's just like he was yeah. he was collecting for White Dragons. I feel like Sensei try- Don of the White Dragons showed up on January 6th. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Almost certainly. Yeah. He was there. He was yeah. there. He's climbing the walls, kicking and punching. Yeah. Um, Nick, what is your. Uh, I need to know. There's a music podcast. Yes. Um, you have a gaming podcast. That's are right. Are you a music while gaming person, or are you a listen to the soundtrack of the game person? I can't do it. You know, I've tried it before, and I know I know some. Honestly, maybe some of your listeners are listening to this right now while playing No Man's Sky or something. I know there are a lot of Possibly. podcast listeners who do who multitask, who have like podcast games that they just kind of yeah. get into a flow state and and listen to, uh, you know, people talking. I can't do it. I I find my I'm too focused on the game audio. I think a big part of it is just like the sound design is a big part of you know when I, when I worked in game development that was I was working in design but like one of my first uh, uh, tasks I had was like implementing sound design in games. So I'm like always thinking of it uh, of them from that standpoint of like right. the impact sounds, uh, you know from an attack or uh, uh, just 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 animations being enhanced by sound and, and effects the same way. So, like, I, I just, I can't do it. I mean, I might be able to do it with if there's a way to just turn off the music, toggle off the music, right. tog- toggling off the audio con- completely. But then again, also, some of my favorite music is just game scores. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, us- I'm oftentimes playing a game that already has interesting music, and so I'd rather just listen to that than, you know, whatever's in my uh, my, my Apple music. I feel you. I this is gonna sound so fucking fuddy duddy nineties mm-hmm. kid, but I feel like uh the personality of game music has kind of shifted from sort of a unique perspective to everything is sort of the big orchestral Harry Gregson Williams, like you know what I mean? Like like or big scores. Right. Rather well, than Yeah, that that that's kind of the 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 flattened generic sort of feeling of everything i think big budget now um across all media but like you know i feel like all prestige tv kind of looks the same aesthetically but like yeah uh that but but and and honestly speaking of music i feel like it's such a move now of prestige tv as it goes to credits they've got some big licensed song that hits that is some like so ironic comment on the episode that's just taken place. Like that feels like that's, that's a move that every show does. But, uh, but I, 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 you know, I think if you look in the indie space, there's so many interesting scores that, that just either have like a retro sound or just something completely different, you know, like that's just like something like outer wilds has uh, a game. I still wouldn't be meaning to finish, but like the score is just like, so so interesting and kind of lives with a lot of like a, a you know acoustic guitar and stuff it's just yeah yeah i, I don't know 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really a, a, a unpacking last year was one of the most oh, impactful love that score. scores for Great me. Great score. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, Ev, have you been? You're a you're an exercise while gaming guy. You need to multitask though. I I do. Um, well, no, I can I can play games on my own, but like, uh, wait, what kind of exercise? Just like on a fucking bike or something like just that. I'm just like just Tybo. Just a bunch of punches. Yeah, I like to I like to pretend whatever whatever um like VR game I'm playing, I'm just doing Tybo. Whatever it right. is, Beat Saber, <laughs> you know, Fruit Ninja, it's just Tybo to me. No, I uh, Do you remember Oh, go ahead, sorry. I have like a old fucking PlayStation and a, a Xbox in my basement and I that's my reward for like pedaling on my dumb bike is like being able to toot around on that. But then I I play, you know, a PC game or two, so but that wor- but all- that like that method works. Like I've heard, I remember that that you know I've, I've there are people who've like set up their you know they could o- they would only allow them themselves to play World of Warcraft while they're like on a treadmill or on a bike and like lost a significant amount of weight. That's working for you? No, I haven't lost any weight. In fact, I gain weight. But, like, it does make me exercise. I uh, I think I I play like Skyrim or something like that, and sure. it's fun because you get like the sort of tactile experience because most of Skyrim is just like a jogging simulator. So right. like, you know, like when I hit like the run button, I go a little bit extra fast on my bike. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like the guy. I'm like that guy on the screen. <laughs> oh, you have a little homemade VR thing in your That's basement. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. You're just yeah. going fast. I like that. Do you guys remember the Sega Activator? I just I put it in the chat. I do remember this. Yeah. I never used this. I, I just remember reading that it didn't work. <laughs> no, it was horrible. I mean, it was, I mean, you would think that you were playing Mortal Kombat and just like punching and shit, but no, it was like, here is the A button. Here is the B button. Here is C. So you would have to just like do this weird para para thing yeah it was and, like uh, a hexagon a plastic hexagon you put on your floor and it had yeah. like infrared sensors on it so like based on what direction you faced and what motion you made uh it would register as a different button input on your controller and it was one of those things with like which seemed so cool in an advertisement and then in, in practice it just didn't work at all yeah 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 i wonder oh man do you the, Sega had a lot of those fucking because it also had a vest that would simulate impact in like fighting games too. I oh, want to put right. it all on. I it, just want to. Then it killed that kid. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh man, he got sucked into. Then he fought Freddy Krueger in a video it was game. That, it, was it was very art, strange. It was that art project that the guy did where it was like a, a headband you put on, and it like it had VR goggles, but it also had like a a, a steel spike. And then when you died in the game, it would oh, shoot yeah. the spike into your brain. <laughs> yeah. So like, if you died in the game, you die in real. I mean, it was an art project. No one actually <laughs> yeah, ever yeah, used yeah. it, but like. Yeah, yeah, it's very. Uh, I feel like there's some uh, like is that like the concept of like Sword Art Online or some? There's some anime. It's the concept like of like black like VR. four seasons of Black Mirror. Black Mirror, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every other episode of Black Mirror. The writers' room just uh, hasn't been watching the previous season, so they're just like, ah, we'll do- <laughs> have we done that yet? I don't know. <laughs> Die in a video game, episodes. die in real life. Why not? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's a. Uh, I I I have thought about dying with a vr helmet on which i i I, as i get older i'm like i feel like that that just might be an inevitability i feel like it's just because they're i i've been in things where i i have a i have a terrible fear of heights it's one of my real phobias and so like if i'm experiencing that in a in a vr Mm. game like i'm i have real anxiety if i'm like near the edge of of something like i feel like i'm going to die like and and i i I think it's i'm sure it's already happened but i feel like there's going to be a thing where either uh, you know, someone will go into cardiac arrest or just like have a real nasty like fall like in their physical space and 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 die with a, you know wearing an Oculus or whatever. 
Oh, okay. Oh, see, what I thought you were proposing was like when you are at the end of your life, you want them to put a VR oh, helmet right. on you so that you are like it's more pleasant. Oh, so I like that. Too. That's like a, that's like a tranquil death. And, they'll like stay yeah. your house. They'll like come and like when you die, they come in and clean out all your pornography and stuff like that. So you just <laughs> yeah. Wanna, right? You just want someone like when you die, your your heart alert monitor goes off, and then like mm. men in black suits come and they stage you. Uh, they put you in a they put you on the toilet they put the vr headset on you right they right put you in your favorite shirt okay oh wait so so you want other people to think that you died playing vr even if you didn't so you you don't even want the vr experience yeah. you just yeah, want other people to think yeah. you're cool yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly exactly right. got it and then they That's find cool. like, a, like they that. find a uh, like a thumb drive with like a, a half written novel on it like you know a really okay. important like a really well done. What you're just setting up like an escape room or some <laughs> fucking. Yeah, what happened to this guy? Yeah, this is very strange. It'll be yeah. an internet mystery. Right. That's a good. That's how you live forever. You know what, Ev? I hope when you die, I hope you're too old, buddy. Speaking of, wow. I'm too old this to week, die. <laughs> oh shit! Speaking of this week, we have a song called "Too Old." <laughs> Listeners, if you've never heard the song "Too Old," here is a quick sample. Okay. Yeah, very sorry so. about that, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Sonically, listeners, I hope that you were just letting it wash over you, right? Because sonically, I think this song sounds great. It's kind of hooky. That's the thing. It, I was just I found myself I've listened to it four times, uh, which I hope is enough for this discussion. More uh, than it, enough. It is ruined by YouTube algorithm. <laughs> um, great. But. Uh, it is. Uh, it it it's kind of hooky if you don't think about the cut, like the content, of the lyrics. Yeah. What, so, Nick, I should have asked you this at the beginning. What is your experience with Barenaked Ladies? Just one week, like just the radio that, hits. That's the thing. I honestly, when you asked me to do this pod, I had to look them up, and okay. I thought they were the one week band, but I wasn't sure. And then I, I Barenaked Ladies and the the tops hit was one week. I was like, okay, it is that band. Sure. But honestly, outside of them, I think I know they're from Canada, right? Yeah, and then, good. And that's that's about it. I'm sure they had other hit, hits that I just couldn't I can't think of it, uh, you know, in the moment. No, that's uh, that's that's pretty much all you need. Okay, so I'm just because I'm just curious. We've because we've buck, fucking been way too far along this line. We've delved into every song way too deep. But going from one week to this is yeah. such tonal whiplash, <laughs> like party band, party song, like Saker, weird. I'm going to be honest, going from like the previous song on this fucking album to this is tonal whiplash. You wow. are like, the, the that's previous, true. The previous songs are like, hey, I'm getting older, but you know, there's still a lot of there. No matter where I turn, there's a lot of things to learn. Like I still, you know, you're never too young to learn something new. And now it's like, fuck you. I'm too old to learn something. <laughs> like, Okay, guys. And, yeah, I mean, contextually, you're right. The beginning of this album is like, you know what? I'm old. Life is good. All we need is one night to rock the crowd, and it's all good. And then this comes out of fucking nowhere, like a T-bone car. <laughs> like, this is a wild right turn for this. Like a deer um, in a Jordan Peele movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's... All right, I just... Why... 
why this song? Like, so th- there's a vacuum that exists around them, right? They're not about to be canceled. Nothing has happened to them. Nothing is like there's no they're 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 good boys, right? I, so why release a song like this that feels like a response to something that's apropos of nothing? I'm just curious. That my, what that was my question? Like, who is trying to cancel BNL? Well, <laughs> yeah. who's after them? Um, okay, so I. Uh, it's one of those ones where the first time the first time I listen to this and there's a music video with an animation uh, <laughs> that's that that accompanies yeah. it that so it's like a lyrics video so you can yeah. like you know and the first time I was like oh so this seems like kind of like a right wing you know sort of anthem like anti cancel culture sort of you know a, a chest beating sort of thing but then on the subsequent listens I found myself having trouble grasp what its actual politics are because it seems to contradict itself with every line right like it had it talks about like you know like like there's there's things where it's like what what used to be funny is now a crime hey what was funny one time is a crime today and it never goes away Okay, so that seems very right wing, but then right. it's also like like an old white guy tells me what to think. It's like, wait, no, that seems more like progressive. <laughs> it's just a little white lie from a little white guy, and it never really made much sense. Like it's like what like and and then I'm just like, is this just kind of like you know, a a a. a a sort of centrist boomer sort of politics. That's where I kind of landed with it, where it's like, I don't know how old these guys are, but like, it's kind of, I, I assume kind of later Gen X, you know, maybe cusp yep. of boomer. Uh, and, and it's kind of like more sort of like that, that meet in the middle, like, uh, you know, uh, Joe Lieberman kind of politics. <laughs> that That's, that's where it kind of is. I, I think that it's trying to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I, I just found that whole second verse, just absolutely confounding about the the little white lie from a little white guy. Right, right, right. Never, like, who is the white? Is Ed the white? Is the singer Ed Robertson the ben white guy? I think it's Ben Shapiro. It's pretty clearly Ben I, Shapiro. Jordan He's Peterson. Oh, that is this Ben is, Shapiro. Is, <laughs> that would make see, that would make sense. Well, I don't. I think. I mean, but, Ben Shapiro is the one advocating for the same message that this song seems to be advocating. That's the for, thing. Right? That's why it's so, confusing. <laughs> I think well, Ed I, has gone on record with like the last album with Flip. He's like, well, can't we all just get along? I think you just need to like. We just need to, you know, like the, the centrist. whole centrist thing. Like, hey, why don't we all just talk it out? Like, you know, where, yeah. you know, one side, you know, it's, it's something you can say. You have the privilege to say when your fundamental rights aren't being rolled back, you know, and you've been yeah. rich. You've been rich your entire adult life. You know, it's just. That. Yeah, this this is a this is I feel like the bare naked ladies. And I don't know if they could. They're they're U.S. citizens, but they would have voted for the Mitt Romney Oprah unity ticket. Right. Like, like that's what that's what this song seems to be saying. Um, but yeah, if you take it, if you take it, okay, so it starts off way too old, way, way too old, <laughs> too which is, again, kind of hooky. It starts yeah. off there, and I was like, okay, I kind of, is, is this going to be just about, like, feeling out of touch? Sure. And then it, it immediately, it's like, oh, no, this is kind of a cranky thing, right? This mm-hmm. is like a kind of a cranky political screed. Uh, but, so it starts off, from your gilded glass house, your hurling rocks, you want to see me shame displayed in stocks. What you fail to see is you don't scare me a bit because I'm too old for this shit. From your gilded glass house, you're hurling rocks. You want to see me shaved, displayed in stocks. What you fail to see is you don't scare me a bit because I'm too old for this shit. That all is 
seems pretty clearly like anti cancel culture. Mm -hmm. Like you, you've online, uh, uh, fucking millennials and Gen Zers are just trying to to shame me. Like that, that seems pretty clear cut, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I I mean, if it wasn't coming from a man worth eight million dollars, like it might have some like teeth to it. But at the same time, like (laughs) who is in a gilded house compared to the lead, the multi platinum lead singer of the Bare Naked Ladies? I mean. Ev, who who the fuck? Yeah, else who is... is that? Who is the gilded? <laughs> that's the who is the gilded glass house guy here? Also, gilded means gold and glass. I mean, it can't be gilded and glass, can it? Can, it can be. You can gild, you can gild glass. Oh, you, you can. Glass. Oh, okay. you wouldn't be able to see okay. through it though. You'd have you to put be a, able to see a thin <laughs> layer of thin layer of pointless. Gold on it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, gilding is is like famously stuff you do when you're you can't afford gold. So, from a gilded glass house means you're, you're you have a glass house, but it actually isn't worth as much. Well. So the the other thing though is what you're saying is like you know who if it weren't coming from an eight million I mean the the people who are worth eight million dollars are the only people who are complaining about cancel culture it's the famous sure. nobody who's not famous is complaining about cancel culture right there's no like I'm actually I'm sure there's some local well, Columbus sure comedian like, I mean, if you like rolled down the the feed there were like half a dozen people like oh I'm so glad so so glad somebody said this and just from like Dude, fucking randos on the internet but like. You know, it's the internet. It's Which a critical is... mass of every opinion everywhere all the time forever. Like, if you don't well, understand that, you can't interact with it. Okay, right. okay. So Evan brings up the reaction to this. And this was another thing, because I, I was like, okay, who? what is the reaction to Bare Naked Ladies too old? And I scrolled <laughs> down to the YouTube comments, as you probably did as well. Yeah. And it's kind of oddly wholesome. Like, there aren't a bunch of... I expected either it was going to be people mad at them for, like, like, like you old fucks, this is this is song sucks... Or it was going to be people being like, 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 say it, you know, say it, brother. Can't can't speak the truth anymore. <laughs> but here the comments are like, song is too old. Uh, the top comment is, and yet listening to BNL <laughs> never gets old. And then the, the next comment is, nobody makes music like you guys. It's a pleasure to grow old with you. <laughs> Next comment. It always amazes me how after 30 years, these guys still sound fresh and always release great music. By far the best band out of uh, Canada. So it's just like no one has taken away anything from this song. They're just like, new BNL. Love it, man. Good stuff. They're letting Keep it coming. It, they're doing it the right way, which is just letting it wash over you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. take yeah. a message. It's just like, this is hooky. This is fun. That's great. Yeah. There are some comments on here. Because I was curious about the people who were defending the message of this song, not just the musicality of it. Uh, and I did a quick non-Apple picked survey. I picked the first person I saw who had a message Jesus Saves 21 said it's an awesome song with an honest message. So I visited Jesus Saves 21's page. All of his liked videos. Here are three of them. When wokes and racists actually agree on everything. Flat Earth addicts and another cop fired for doing the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, True Saint 916 said cancel culture get wrecked. Make 1984 fiction again, please. His liked videos. Do 97% of climate scientists really agree? And liberal gun control advocates stumped by Trey Gowdy. So, I mean, honestly and obviously... The type of people who are advocating for the message are fucking dipshits. Like, yeah, sure, and and I think that also just sort of like lines up with the the you know the, the their aging fan base. But there's another sure. aspect to the video, which is it is so anchored in like '80s nostalgia, yeah. right? Like it uses a Viewmaster, one of those old uh, uh, mm-hmm. younger listeners may not know this, but this was a toy that was like a plastic. Uh, thing that had you put you would put slides in and you could rotate it through and and look at look at pictures in a little screen um 
And then it's it's got like, you know, it, it, there's like Atari cartridges that show up at a certain point. Yeah, yeah, Pac-Man uh, Pac and yeah. Scratch and Sniff stickers. It's like, right, a, it's right, like right. A, a weird mix of like a slide deck that they just sort of like, here's a here's an, a random image from the internet, and then here's an here's like an 80s or 70s piece of nostalgia. And, you know, whoever put it together, I, I mean, I wrote down the guy's name, I just don't know where it is. And then like a reference to Bitcoin, just because they Heard talk about yes. weird. Yeah. They like, say a okay. bit, and then yeah. they use the Bitcoin logo <laughs> for bit. So I was like, just what? First thought, last thought, out the well, brain. Yeah. Like he said bit, boom. <laughs> Look it feels up like the algorithm. It feels like an algorithm put the fucking video together. Like there was no like artistic merit to it. And I mean, it was fun to have the Viewmaster like as a, as like a framing yeah. device. But then it just like shit the bed right after that. But it's a lyric video. Yeah. I mean, I'm not looking for like artistic artistic brilliance from that. I mean, I don't want to get too deep into the lore because I know that would alienate Nick. But this is absolutely a goop to media, media, media video, media video right? Media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. No, I mean, dude, let's let's go deep with the lore. Why not? <laughs> These Just are like better to the right wiki, so I can get some context. <laughs> God, we need a wiki. Um, I mean, the, clearly they paid somebody—I don't know—a couple hundred bucks to throw together a video for them, so that the YouTube algorithm would recognize them more than just like you know, here's a still picture with words. Because this is most of the videos for this album are either like slideshows or live concert footage. Well, that's so a, it's a—it uh, was like the second single they dropped, right? Um, this was third single. Third yeah, song. it was okay. after One Night in Love and Life. Okay. Yeah. And so, those are more and those are more fun. Those are more just like kind of straightforward. Yeah. yeah. One night's about Rock having a concert. Yeah, having a having a fun concert with it with your fans and yep. uh, Love and Life is about having a fun concert with your fans. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, very strange. And I don't I I didn't quite understand the legality of having Pac-Man and Garfield in your video. These are not public domain. Is it like subjects, right? Right. It could be. It could be. Yeah, it, might, it might be okay if you create it from scratch. It might be. You know, you might be able to fair make a fair use case. Okay. All right. But also, Interesting. Who's, who's coming after bare naked ladies? Oh, the Jim Davis estate. Are you serious? I gotta tear the Facebook <laughs> apart. Famously litigious. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a very a very strange video. Um, that just okay. barely hangs on the concept. One hundred percent. Okay, so let 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 Keith to 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 continue with the lyrics. Yeah. So please. so we go for a little bit, you know, and and uh, you know, with the, what was funny one time is a crime today we talked about, but then it gets t it like towards the back end of the song. There's a lyric that's like this almost sounds leftist. There's no end in sight as we fight for right till we fill up all the jails. There's no end in sight as we fight for right Till we fill up all the jails When you're swinging your hammer, slinging your grammar Everybody looks like nails, the hammer's gonna fall I was like, wait a minute, so now you're talking about like, you know, uh, the carceral state like in, and, and uh, over-imprisonment? Like, that's like a very progressive sort of bit of politics. Yeah. And then it's, and then the next line after that is while you're when you're swinging your hammer, slinging your grammar, everyone <laughs> looks like whales. So then it's like everyone looks like nails. So it's like wait, so now are you talking about that people are being thrown in jail for like free speech, like for I, for speaking their minds? And then I'm, then I'm like now you're just in full on like QAnon <laughs> paranoia. That's exactly what my thought was. Is because he's linking yeah. those two ideas. Like he, I. I don't think that Ed believes this. Do you have, I mean, having, I he, having I all of, he, I think he believes it, but it seems like a fundamental, like misapprehension of what the world is. Do you think he believes people are getting thrown into jail because of cancel culture? Oh, 
Because that's what the lyrics seem to yeah. imply. That's what it right? kind of seems to be saying, unless they're two disconnected thoughts and he just liked the phrase while you're when you're swinging your hammer, slinging your grammar. Because, you know, sometimes as a writer, you just sure. find and love, fall in love with a turn of phrase. But wait, can, can we back up for a second? Who's oh, sure. Ed? Ed's oh, Ed the is the lead, the lead singer, singer the writer yeah. of the songs. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and did he write like one week? Did he write like all their hits? So they they used to have two guys that were like the lead singers, Ed and okay. this other guy, Steve. And so they used to write together. And then Steve left the band. And Barricade Ladies has been appreciably worse since then. Mm. Just like down the fucking toilet. Um, hey. So, but I mean, let's be real. <laughs> Can't believe I'm defending you gonna... Bare Naked Ladies against you. But they have, <laughs> you're going to fight a couple... for... They have some good songs. They have some good songs. What's, oh, what's sure. Steve up to? He's got his own shit. He's just released his solo album, which is also bad, but <laughs> way less so you, controversial than this. Is that what you cover on your Patreon? What's the <laughs> you, you uh, cover Steve's solo stuff? We desperately we cover. I don't it on know. The main we could, feed, baby. Yeah, we do cover it on the main <laughs> feed. We have no. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. I, I I don't. Number one, slinging your grammar is just like the most 1920s like getaway sticks shit i've ever heard for like sure for t- for talking to somebody you're slinging your grammar at them right it feels um, like a, like a, it feels like a line from like a 1980s rap i could see, like that's in the adams family like, like, a, like a, wrapping like a kid, up the, like a kid and play song or something like that like okay where the yeah. where it's just a very clean sort of rap song before it gets sure. to the sort of yeah just like some something just very very gentle rap and that's this is what scares yeah, me the, about the, the, the hook is like turn up the block or something so totally <laughs> neutral yeah absolutely nothing controversial yeah, yeah. um I, I feel like ed did fall in love with some of these lines and then just like wrote this song without thought about what those words meant i think he loved the idea of little white lie little white guy yes and so he wrote that and then was like it sounds vaguely political. I think it's fine. And like swinging your hammer, slinging your grammar. Like, I think he just wrote things that sounded good and sounded vaguely political. And this fucking mess of a confusing song is what came out of it. I don't know. I, so I think what, what yeah. resonated with me and kind of frustrated me the most was when he like would refer to his own life. Like sticks and stones used to break my bones, but now words can end my life sort of thing. Like yeah. one of those lines. Like, dude, no one's killing you, man. No one's killing you, Ed. Like you're gonna be fine. Like, does yeah. he have any social media presence? Has he posted anything like anti-vax or anything? He's he. All the bare naked ladies are super left. Like during COVID, okay. they all contributed to like you know restaurant workers yeah. and like they were raising money for all these like for like indigenous and art Hearn and things like that. Yeah, fighting for indigenous art all the time. He's the keyboardist for the band. I wouldn't and it's say like, I wouldn't say they're leftist, but they're they're definitely liberal. Like for sure. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 And, Sorry, you're right. I was conflating the two. So that makes this even more confusing because I, I think once you cross a certain monetary threshold, this just becomes your worldview. Is somebody's out to get me, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see any other way around it. I think I what's what's probably what's probably Ed's reacting to is every time they since Steve left, right? Every time they drop a new album, every time they drop a new song, there are probably like haters who come on there and be like, "Where the fuck is Steve? What what have you what are you doing? They've gone downhill since oh. Steve got." So he's probably reacting to this where it's like. Man, it feels like I can't do anything right nowadays. Like, the only time I feel alive is when I'm up on stage and I'm just surrounded by love because no one's yelling at me there, right? Right. But as soon as he looks at, like, the YouTube comments on, I don't know, the song he wrote about that woman who was talking about, um, he met in the barber shop and was talking about, like, flat earth theory. And then he gets, like, a million comments talking about flat earth theory and how he should believe in them. So I don't know. I think Ed just got... Ed just spent a bad afternoon online and then wrote this song, is what I'm guessing. <laughs> mm, <laughs> they sure, had a, yeah. 
an anti flat earth song last album but just for context here nick which is okay uh, yeah even even weirder yeah i don't but this feels wait what, what was this called <laughs> i think it's oh, called fuck flat is it called flat earth, flat earth i think <laughs> i don't even remember um yeah it's uh uh fucking what is it called now i'm yeah flat earth is what it's called yeah i got that's it my thought. yeah um yeah, I, this just feels so much more pointed to me than, like, people are upset at me because Steve left the band. This feels like, I don't know. Do you, I, Maybe there's, like, one, maybe he is getting, maybe he is getting another postcarded, Ev. Maybe things are getting sent to his house every day, pictures <laughs> oh. of chimpanzees, threatening messages, <laughs> and he's finally had enough of it. And this is his, this is his, like, uh, his, mm. you know how we do narrow casting to, like, just mm-hmm. Jared? This is his narrow casting to his stalker saying... I understand what you're doing. Please stop threatening my wife and my children. He's just putting it on an album. Well, he says like he says like life can be pretty weird for me and my chi- my children and myself, right? Like my wife, yeah, th- yeah, my wife, my children, myself, or my ch- my children and my wife. This life can be really weird for me, for my children and my wife. Sticks and stones used to break my bones, but now words can end my life. Cause everything's a bomb. Yeah, that that rang true to me, right? Like, but you're a celebrity, so your children didn't ask to be in the limelight, right? Your wife Natalie Herbert didn't ask to be in the limelight. Little sure. J- little Jedediah Robertson didn't ask to be in the, the limelight. <laughs> Whatever and his so, children's like, names are, sure. I, I could see him. I could see him feel, feeling for that, and like that that line kind of actually rang. I mean, like bless, like that should have been the song. Like it's really weird being famous, like because it's like the flip side of what he said before, like. I'm famous and I'm getting tired of it. And now it's like, I'm yeah. famous and here's like the bad side, like all this stuff that's like happening to me and I'm being put like, I'm there's, it, it's been uncomfortable and weird for me. I feel like there's a good way to do this song too old. He just didn't do it. Right. There's a fun, there's a fun take on this somewhere. Yes. It's not well, in there, this there, song, but it's somewhere. I think there are kernels of like three good songs in this song that he just like chooses not to really hit any of those and instead does this. You know what, though? At least it has a viewpoint, right? We've been complaining about that for so long that none of these songs have a point of a point of view or a character or, like, a strong message. At least if you're going to do something, you're hitting it the wrong way, but it's a strong message. I don't know. I don't know. I, <laughs> I kind of would like this if this was just another, you know, song about having fun at a show. <laughs> like, it's just like, because it, it is just, I, I don't, again, I don't mind the, the melody, yeah, uh, I don't mind the 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 refrain. It's just like I kind I I just feel like it's just like it it feels so cranky and then also yeah. ambiguous. Uh, what is the okay? So because he says th- this verse, the another one that confounds me. After the little, little white guy from the little white guy, he has a couple lines that that are put a little more time into meter and rhyme. Put the egg man on that fence, and Humpty's gonna fall fall down put a little more time into meter and ride put the egg man on that fence and hope he's going fall is put a little more time into meter and rhyme is that like me- meant to be like modern <laughs> music doesn't have any like is that a comment on current art or something I, or i wish we did video podcast because you like putting both of your hands yeah. to your head trying to understand a bernard lady's lyric is like perfect i can see, um, I can see <laughs> nick trying to work this out like trying to make sense of this nonsense like here's um I, here's what i think he's saying with that what i think yeah. he's saying is if you think this is so easy 
why don't you try to get up on stage? Why don't you oh, try to release okay. an album? Right, 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 right. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Be- now I'm on board because you know if you put some time into meter and rhyme, you're gonna fucking fall off the wall like I am right now. Like they're all trying to get me. Yes, it, it's okay. it's it, it, this is this is a it is not the critic who matters. It is that that whatever that fucking Teddy Roosevelt quote quote is that everyone loves to trot out. Um, this is this is one talking about like it's it's easy to criticize, but try to go out there and create something of your own and see how everyone reacts. I get that. I, I think so. But uh, yeah, also I I don't know. I, I feel That's like really that in itself. Line, then. That's a really clever line, Saker. You you turned that you turned that into a clever line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's this. Am I uh, putting more emphasis on? It? I don't know. I mean, Eggman is capitalized and all one word. So I did wonder. And the reason we brought you on, Nick, is do you think that there's some sonic message that we can pull out of this song? That oh, good question. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say canonically, this is Eggman, aka aka Doctor Robotnik. Okay, I'm gonna say that's who he's picturing here. Okay, yeah, absolutely. The devil you don't know wants to see you pay. I think that can be sort of you know Ivo Robotnik, his ancestor. Right, you know, he's right. suffering for the crimes of his generational, uh, you know, villainy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think there's a lot in there. With watch what you say. The devil you don't know wants to see you pay. What was funny? Yeah, what was funny one time is a crime today. You know, talking about the old uh, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, Archie comics from the '90s and how those are probably you know so really problematic. problematic. Yeah. yeah, but it used to be really funny. Antoine, you can't do a French accent nowadays. You will no, get no. canceled. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking all right. Ever you just like, gonna? Okay. Yes, I have no. I, I played <laughs> Sonic a couple it. times. Yeah. No, I think that okay. like like speaking of that, it was funny at one time, and now it's you know bad today or we, right. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but like, I think he's gone on record as saying, like, the track to track, he says, like, you know, I don't want to be, like, put on fucking wa- warning for one joke I made 25 years ago. But, yeah, you know, Ed, 25, we've seen you 25 years ago. You were, like, using the R word and stuff like that. And I don't think anyone is, no one's being canceled for that, right? I mean, that's, we're, we're kind of getting past that point. I yeah. think there was a there was a period where that was happening, where people were digging up old clips and you know stripping them of any context, and then just sort of like viewing them through a modern lens and saying like, look at look at you know, kind of just digging through the garbage and picking stuff up and saying like, look at this. Um, but I kind of think we're. I think people have just gotten exhausted by that. Now I'm I'm worried I'm sounding like I'm sounding cranky now. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just I'm more saying like in in terms of a cultural moment. I think that there is less of that like here's a thing from from you know the 90s or the early 2000s of someone doing something that's that's completely inappropriate by modern yeah. standards and pointing that. I think there's a little bit less of that. But maybe if your worldview is just like. I, I don't know. I think if, as you get older, you kind of just like ossify, right? And you just kind of lock into whatever the current problems are. And then you just sort of think that's just how things are. It, it, it's, I'm saying that poorly, but no. I think he is, I think he is maybe, yeah, maybe it, 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 it just feels like a song maybe from five years, or it feels like a perspective from like more like three to five years ago. Yeah, and that could, I agree. That could very well be the case because I don't think Ed yeah. is up on like current social media trends. And, and we know right. that at least a few of these songs were demos oh. from 2019 yeah that they turned oh, into, sure, yeah. into real songs so yeah that that does kind of match the era here um yeah i don't know i uh I, I, what was i mean james gunn i mean that happened to him and then he was immediately not just rehired by marvel but then hired by dc as well right was that the last like nobody's getting canceled like, for that anymore the only thing the only people i can think of who are like canceled for stuff they've said are like 
people who refuse to who just double down right you got like gina carano where she said like some shit sure. some stupid shit and then they're like hey this isn't okay to say and she's like well fuck you not only am i going to say that i'm going to say it even worse and now she's like doing movies for ben shapiro so like <laughs> and on, she, yeah, yeah and that's the other thing like if bnl just wanted to go hard right i mean there is that you know you you've got that that reserve shoot for and like and basically sure. anyone creative any public figure now can just sort of like take that you know that 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 off ramp and then just go hard right and you would find an audience they could they could be playing fucking you know uh a, a, uh, they could go to CPAC and they could they could be the ma- a main stage <laughs> oh act at God. CPAC if they wanted. You know what I mean? Like like so. Oh, uh, it, that that's that's a separate thing. But yeah, I I think the Gina Carano thing even was like, hey, here's some things I'm saying now right. that I'm going to yeah. stand by, as opposed to here's this, you know, this ill considered uh, uh, skit I was in from you know 1997. Sure, yeah. I think exactly. people I remember for like. That this has affected mostly like politicians like i remember there was like that virginia governor who was like in college you know 20 30 years ago he was in like blackface or something yes which is you know so i remember like so like but i don't think artists are being canceled for this sort of thing but yeah you know, again yeah, I, I don't know every social media anywhere so yeah doesn't seem to be happening as much as it does anymore but but yeah but again that's just like that's one thing that he's it's just one of like uh, like 80 points he's making in yeah. here that all that don't all like go in they, they aren't all from the same point of view so it's just it's just a little muddled and he i mean even in uh so they did like little one minute commentaries for each of these songs too nick um and i yeah. should have forwarded that to you as well but in that one minute commentary he says it's a difficult time to try to be creative and funny which i just found such a fucking cop out because like i don't know Wait, he, is is I, I, i'm sorry please continue no, I, I, I mean that's it's. I just, I, I find it. Go ahead, Ev. I, I, that makes yeah, it, that ahead. makes him sound like, like that makes him sound like a Dave Chappelle or some. That's or like the thing. A, it makes him yeah. sound like a comedian. That's why yeah. I was curious. Like I, I interjected. It's like, is he? But uh, do they? Are they like we're a comedy band? We do jokes. I, I or does does he like to make jokes on social media or something? His whole the whole bare naked ladies like live aesthetic is like banter in between songs and like we Got chat it. with each other and you know do little funny they, bits they're not a comedy band but they've always been sort of like lively and comedy adjacent like their songs have a they've always had like a sort of a grinning thing but here's the here's my thing like he is raving against cancel culture right but bare naked ladies basically owe their fame to like a, a cancel event right they were they were doing a new year that new year's oh, eve right. ball in the 90s yeah. and then they were taken off the bill in toronto because they were taken off the bill because their name was thought to be too degrading to women and that yeah. got the media attention it got the yellow tape like a million copies sold so like it feel, you know like take a look at your own fucking history ed yeah 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 absolutely well i i don't know i this is hard for me because i do think that you know th- this song is fun if it's you know light i, I think they did de- need to do more songs that are have a point of view and have a structure to them and have something that's happening. But I think this is obviously the wrong way to do it. I don't know. Um, He talks about how everybody holds the nuclear codes in their hands, which is just the fucking bananas thing to say. Well, it's like nothing. Are you saying, Ed, that traditionally marginalized voices are now being given a platform? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you mean by everybody, Ed? Like, Hmm, I mean, like normally, like like 20 years ago, somebody couldn't say, hey, that actually using the R word is kind of offensive to me because I, you know, I have a learning disability or something. Is that what you're saying, Ed? We've heard Ed sing Fight the Power. We know we could we could get canceled at a a moment's notice. But I don't know. 
Um, apparently, uh, how about how about this? If it's like if it's like way too old. Well, my back hurts now yeah. when I get out of bed. Fuck. And if I if I have a glass of wine, I'll hurt my head. It's just like about the aging process. That would be like kind of like, oh, that's fun. Everyone can enjoy that. I'm getting old too, you know? That's the song that I'm so surprised they didn't actually write here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, hey. That's their MO usually. We still have half an album to go, buddy. That could be, that could be hiding in there. <laughs> they yeah. have a different song. That's just They have another old song, but it's all just about aging in general. <laughs> They've already had two songs yeah. that were about the exact same thing on this album, which is not having enough time, which is kind of like being too old. I mean, we're, yeah. we're hitting, hitting the same notes. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, uh, I just think there's. Did, I think there's just a good way to poke fun at like the internet and cancel culture while also acknowledging like the very real societal ills that gave birth to both of them. Like, and sure. I think that that Ed just doesn't have that nuanced view. And partially, partially that might be he's insulated from all that because he's really wealthy and old, but all and white. But part of it also might be he just doesn't care to learn, so or listen. Even yeah. though he said, he, even him, though he said he wanted yeah. to do that in an earlier song. Yeah. Uh, no, that that makes sense. I, if I could ask him one question, if I could say like, "Hey, Ed, I get a question for you," and, and okay, just, wait, can, just, I, can just, I pause you right there, Nick? Please. All right, Saker, you're Ed. Got you. Okay, okay. get in. Come Ed, on. here's my question for you. What's up? The line, the line, it's just a little white lie from a little white guy. Who is the little white guy? Who are you picturing there? Sir, you know Metal Sonic. Not not Mechasonic yes, right. or Robosonic, no. but so like, what if he was white or had like a little okay. white bird inside of him? Like when he exploded, the white bird came out and started bouncing. So that's what okay. I pictured basically in this song. I've been playing a lot of Frontiers, and I find it challenging. Have you played the DLC? I have not gotten to the DLC okay. yet. I All did right. enjoy Frontiers. Sure, sure, sure. All right, well, nice so, talking to so, you. So, Ed, wait. Can yeah, I, can I, can I, can I, can I jump on that? Are you just too old to play Sonic? Do you think your reflexes have sort of dulled as you age? Because I know you're a pinball Fuck. guy. That's that might be the we might have found the key to too old. It yeah. links all of the elements together. Yeah. All right. That's got to be it. That's got to be what it. He's too old to play pinball. Sonic, and he's pissed <laughs> off about it. Maybe it is about pinball. When I try to spin dash, I hurt my thumb. <laughs> hurt my ass. <laughs> I get to the boss, and my save is done. I'm too old for Sonic. Oh God, I don't know. I mean, oh, man, Sonic. There's some cancelable fucking knuckles. I don't know, cancelable. Um, let me say some nice things about this song. Um, I like the heavily affected synth solos. I like the synth across the whole song. I think Kev, the keyboard player, is killing it on this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Ty's drum sounds are coming through super clear, and the drums sound very snappy. Um, the harmonies are so fucking tight. Um. That's it. That's all the positive things I have yeah, to I really say like about the, this song. Like Tev, Kev has a really good like twelve sp string riff on that. Like he, okay, that goes throughout the song. I really enjoyed that. Um, and there were a couple lines, like I said, like the the life can be pretty weird for me and my for my children and my wife. Like, See? I felt like I felt like that's a, that's an that's the end you take it. That's the way you go into this. Like, but I, listen, I, I understand. I understand my acknowledge your privilege and then be like here's what I'm seeing in the world. Like, sure. You know, right. like here's how, here's my experience. Here's my lived experience. And like, I, I, I see, I see that this doesn't like sort of gel with the world that I'm in right now and feeling like that disconnect. That's a too old thing. Like where you're just disconnected from the world. You feel disconnected from the world around you because you can't really 
uh, interact with it as you used to when you were younger and you were sort of with it, I suppose, quote unquote. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, I, I think you're right uh, in a message level. But from a writing standpoint, as a musician, <laughs> this this life can be really weird for me. It's such a first draft line. Could you have found a better word than weird? <laughs> like, in what way is it weird? Bad? Is it weird? Good? Like, it's just such a fucking nothing line. What if you said this know. life can be pretty queer for me? You know, sort of like now taking it we're back. Getting somewhere. For, for, uh... Now we're getting guys. Some, taking it back for the straight white guys. <laughs> it, it's it just you know it just kind of speaks to the 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 unique difficulty of of songwriting that it's a it's both music and lyrics right mm-hmm. they both got to be in sync and here I think yeah both of your kind of overall notes which I mostly agree with of just like it sounds pretty good and i think probably an instrumental version of this would be completely inoffensive i would be completely inoffensive and fine you know just sort of background music uh but just when you add the the lyrics onto it it just like takes on this uh, the, the, this kind of weirdly sinister tenor and it it, it just kind of undoes all the any anything fun sonically about it yeah so to to sort of to sort of echo nick's point uh well actually to sort of undercut your point nick you've actually made up like three more lines for this song just extemporaneously sort of hard to put hard to put lyrics to you've just done it you just did it proved proved you're the exception that proves the rule if they'd just written that song, if they'd just written the version where it was just about uh, being too old to play Sonic, <laughs> I think the comments would still be, and yet listening to BNL never gets old. <laughs> like no one actually, no one's actually processing what their output is. Yes. They're just like, hey man, new BNL song sounds pretty good to me. Oh, God, that's I mean, which is fine. It's I think it's better to have fans that are not analytical of your music that are just happy to receive it. Right? They're not one hundred percent. Into yeah. it, it's yeah. perfectly fine. I'm gonna be honest. Like, if you're still listening to BNL seven albums into their post-page era, like, y- you're not the kind of person that too old is gonna turn off, right? Do you think they're sure. getting new listeners? Do you think there's anybody new, or do you think it's just a slow and steady decline of? I would say the latter. I bet there's like a little like because there were a couple comments like my dad used to play BNL for me as a kid. Not <laughs> the I legacy for my kid. shit. Yeah, 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 yeah there's yeah. like a le- there's like some legacy, and, I, and we went to the concert and like. I would say probably five percent of the attendees were children, or like younger, five, yes. younger, like under their under twenty, right? I would say five percent is probably about right. Yeah, that's probably true. Which isn't terrible, I guess. That's mm-hmm. some growth. But well, I would like say a, that they're also a fam- they're a family band. They're a band you can I, bring your kids to, sure. and they're not going to say anything yeah. like risque. Sure. Yeah, I would say that sixty-five percent of the folks there were ten to fifteen years away from the grave. I would say that they are either by age or by liver failure, judging from how many wine moms were just oh, bopping to every single song. I love those wine moms. Oh, that was they were having a blast. They were having yeah. the time of their lives. I mean, I'd rather watch them than the band, honestly. Uh, be careful, buddy. You could get canceled for saying that on this podcast. Yeah, watch true. them enjoy themselves is what I meant to say. All right. I understand. I'm going to strip that of all context and then get a fucking bomb <laughs> mailed to your house. <laughs> like what Ed thinks is happening to everyone. All right. Um, anybody have any notes in general about the rest of this song before we get around to rating it? Uh, I listen to it at 1.5 speed. Uh, yes. I, I do a small segment, Nick, uh, where I listen to every song at 1.5 speed and see if it improves the song. Um, Got it. It really jazzes up the musicality. It gets it, The song gets a lot more lively. Um, uh-huh. 
but it has no help for Ed singing though because it just makes him sing it it just makes him do the bad lines faster so I mean okay. it's over quicker it's so over not quicker an, not not an improvement uh, except yeah. for the intro the intro like the like yeah. too old that's good live live that needs a little lively we'll if, that up. if getting it done quicker adds to the musicality can you start listening to things at maybe 10 times speed and just letting me know how that feels to you <laughs> like a burst of sound it, <laughs> it feels like the like the the musical equivalent of a stroke is what i'm imagining <laughs> just a real quick bare naked ladies themed aneurysm is what i want yeah. you to have that sounds like fun um all right well then let's get around to rating this song as usual, Ev, we rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song has on, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. As usual, we'll give the guests some time to think and start with you. So go ahead, bud. What do you think this song is? So COVID's over, and I'm feeling like I need to be out more. Like, one of the mm-hmm. things I said during COVID was like, you know, when it's over, I'm going to go to more shows. I'm going to go to, you know, do more stuff you know, mm-hmm. outside the house. Because I was kind of a homebody. I'm still a homebody, but, you know, I try and get out more. And being in my, like, early 40s, like, I... I run into younger kids and I see, I see like echoes of them in myself. I see echoes of myself in them. Like I walk down and there's like, I guess, I guess like mullets are back like in a big way, yeah. and like mustaches and things for sure. And I'm like, wow, those kids could like the, the teens when I was a kid look like the teens now. Like, mm. so it was really fun. It was really fun to watch that. And I'm, so I'm kind of having the opposite experience that Ed had where I'm like, I'm like, this is perfect. I'm not too old, but, flash forward 10 years right i'm in my uh-huh. 50s i'm still trying to go to a metal show i'm still trying to talk to people and i'm i'm sitting there with my uh like like leather jacket on my like, like my little vest with all my like old metal pins and stuff on it and there, there are people who are like grizzled like metal heads and like punks who like have been through this and they've got like all the patches and everything and you could tell they've been to a ton of concerts i'm not those people i've been to a lot of okay. concerts but like the concerts i go to are not rough and tumble they're not about important things so this is like i'm at a metal show I've got like my t-shirt on, I've got my uh, like vest on, I've got my patches, but like the patches are from like Necrogoblicon and like Aether Realm and stuff like that. Like like mid-tier nice bands that you could like go to and have a good night. They're not like from like Anal, Anal Assassin or like any of the deeper stuff. And like, so all the kids are kind of like leaving me alone. And you know, I've been eyeing those mosh pits. I've been eyeing those mosh pits, but like when I was a kid, I used to fucking love those things. Go in there, get the fucking shit kicked out of you. Now I'm like, man... I could pull a fucking muscle. I could get really hurt in there. So that's right. me. this is like me at a metal show. I've got like my cutoff shorts. You can see my there's some there's some a little bit of skin you can see. Wow! Uh, like you can see, you can see my you can see my shins. But like I'm in a long sleeve shirt. Okay. I'm in a vest over it. I've got a, like a, a hat pulled down over my head. Uh, I'm wearing a balaclava because I can't be seen. Sure. I can't sure. be seen to support uh you know this band I suppose that I'm at. Or no no, it's a Necrogoblin show. Got a full fucking goblin mask. Goblin on. mask. Yeah. I'm wearing absolutely. I'm wearing the goblin gloves. Cool. I got the goblin feet. I'm, so the only wow. thing you can see are my shins. Right. Um, and I've got like a big fucking cut on one of them, like a big nasty ass infected cut. <laughs> So the skin that you can see in this rating is just infected green festering. Yeah, it's because I put the I put the fucking wow. Oh no, okay. So I put the green. Um, I got it. I got it. You punched me up a little bit. Just, so okay, the, let's keep revising. I good. put the I put the green makeup on, but like my skin reacts badly to it. Right. Okay. So the skin you can see is kind of like festering and like like I can you can see I have like a reaction to it. And people are kind of giving me like the, the 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 hairy eyeball because like they're like, dude, something's wrong with this guy. Like he's he's just really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um. So like even the good parts of this song are sort of uh, undercut by the message sure. and the, the underlying values that it's sort of about. It either, sure. yeah, but either, either the values that it espouses or that it fails to like grasp, I suppose. Okay. So 
I should have just used a better makeup. Honestly, I should have I should have shelled out for that extra <laughs> that extra stuff. Um, for me, uh, let's see. Um, this episode will be coming out in fucking January, I think. But for right now, us recording this, it's like a week away from Halloween, so it's Halloween night. The year My is. wife and son are out trick or treating. I have the house to myself. And I get a little idea in my head, and I'm going to go fucking trick-or-treat, too. I'm just going to be a little scamp. So I do a one-hour Amazon delivery, and I get uh, I get a, a full onesie. I'm just going to go in a comfy onesie, right? So I go to the first house, and I'm ringing the doorbell. So and wait, Saker, can I stop you right there? Yeah, of course you are can. You, are you going to return this the next day? Of course. I'm not going to keep okay. this shit. That costs okay, up to so $30. You, you are that morally I reprehensible. Got oh, it, yeah, got absolutely. Just... I just ordered. Uh, yeah, I, I actually truly just ordered my Halloween costume yesterday that I'm excited to return after I wear it for one day. Um, So it's a Sonic costume, right? And I go to the first door and I ding and then I run away because you know what? I'm not in it for the candy. I'm in it for the thrills. I'm in it for the excitement of Halloween night and older kids, you know, the 17 year olds, 18 year olds. I do. Tuck, I, get roll some, I break every fucking bone in my 40-year-old body rolling down the driveway. And then eventually, I try to ding-dong ditch a house. And it's the old spooky haunted house on the corner. And uh, I ring that doorbell. And the lady comes out. And she freezes me with her hand and her, her witchy powers. And she says, uh, If you desire a spin dash... Then Sonic will stick Give to you your a ass. Body rash. I was say, <laughs> full body rash. And uh, well, so it's both, right? So like, I start to develop this body rash underneath my Sonic onesie, but also I can't take it off, right? I can take the hood off, mm. so you can see the face. I'm not wearing the gloves. I can take the shoes off, thankfully. But I've got this real itchy rash and full body costume, and I can't take it off all Halloween night long. It's a true goosebumps horror. Uh, so not only I think does this song cover a lot of my body there are some exposed parts there's some good shit to it but it is just the parts that are covered are nasty and they hurt and uh what was once oh here we go you ready for this metaphor what was once a wonderful part of my childhood is now causing me a lot of pain all right so nick what how how (laughs) naked are you um okay so uh i go to a billy blanks tybo workout there we go uh, and, uh, you know, I get in a good, like, uh, 60 minutes of, uh, jab cross combos and roundhouse kicks into a heavy bag, you know, just really getting a good burn in. And so I got my, like, you know, my, my tank top and my, my short shorts on. Uh, but then, uh, I got to ride my bike home afterwards. So, you know, I got kind of these sweaty workout clothes and then I, I layer on like some track pants and a hoodie over it. And then I got my bike helmet too. Um, and then I've still got my wraps on <laughs> from, you know, like my, from, from underneath my boxing gloves for the workout. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm decently, I'm like, I'm pretty bundled up and then I'm also like sweaty underneath it. So I'm just kind of like generally just kind of damp. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I, yeah, I got my helmet on and I'm, and I'm riding home and I'm just sort of dealing with the, uh, the cold air kind of like, you know, hitting the little bit of exposed skin that I have. Um, and it's not unpleasant. Like I'm not like super uncomfortable, but I am like looking forward to getting home and taking a warm shower. I think that's where I land here. It's like kind of like a, 
you know, like I, I just need to get this thing off of sure. me. You know, it's it's not the worst thing in the world, but I, I'd like to be done with this. Yeah, this song makes you feel like yeah. you need a shower. I think that. Yeah, one hundred percent. That tracks. Uh, hey, Nick, thank you so much for being with us yeah, today. We really you. appreciate you being here. This was so much fun. What a treat! Um, so fun. Oh, thank you. Um, what's uh, do you have anything to plug? Ah, uh, you know, I got two podcasts. I got a uh, get played. It's about video games. Me, Heather and Campbell, and Matt Apodaca. And then I got uh, you know, uh, and uh, I've got Doughboys podcast about chain restaurants. Me and Mike Mitchell, cool. and we, you know, check check out e- either or both. Okay, very cool. Uh, all right. Well, hey, thank you so much. It was a pleasure seeing you. Bye. Yeah, absolute delight. <laughs> Bye. Bye. What a Ebo. fun and interesting gentleman. <laughs> 100% fun, 150% interesting, 250% of a man. But Ev, what I want to know is which vampire movie? Is it monster movie or vampire movie? I've lost the, I've lost the movie, fucking thread. Vampire, vampire movie. movie. Which vampire movie is this song about? Of course, I would be remiss if I said this was about anything other than the 2010 American parody movie written and directed by Jason Friedman and Aaron Steltzer of scary movie fame. Vampires suck. Oh, a parody that came out sort of like after the first Twilight movie because the Twilight movies went from like what 2008 to 2012, so like right in the midst of the Twilight boom. So this is a movie, uh, a parody movie written by you know the same people who did the scary movie and like Meet the Spartans and Epic Movie and uh, the Starving Games and Spy Hard and Date Uh Movie, like those like that like those like comedy shovelware movies where they're just a bunch of like one-liners and like vaguely vaguely like shoehorned in cultural references that are kind of like hey remember when britney shaved her head and was real sad i like, feel really like sort of like mean-spirited jokes at the expense of celebrities that is being uncharitable to i think some of the scary movies i think no, no, the no, early I, I i'm not talking about the scary movies themselves i i want to i, I want to distract like the the um the ones the keenan ivory wayne scary movies the early ones yes um they do have a certain amount of this, but I think that is largely due to the the Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer influence. Okay. Um, once they like split off, I mean, uh, so the scary movies have like a heart to them, and they're actually like got really funny scenes and whatnot. And um, but like ultimately, there's there's just some humor that doesn't hold up, hold stand the test of time. There's because you know they're just thrown at the wall, and the sure you know the the the, the aughts are sort of a, a really mean decade with regards <laughs> to like comedy. <laughs> yeah. So like there's there's stuff that really doesn't stand up, and they they've these um Jason Freeman and Aaron Seltzer have just sort of like continued in that vein. And I'm not saying this isn't a funny movie. I mean, I remember we watched like last last October we watched like Meet the Spartans or no it was a uh, uh, April we watched Meet the Spartans and I was drunk okay. off my ass and there uh-huh. were genuinely funny like jokes that I laughed at there it was just a stupid okay. fucking movie you didn't have to pay attention to and I'm sure there were mean there was mean stuff in it too but being a you know middle class white guy it kind of washed over me I wouldn't mm-hmm. show it to friends but like it's like, it was like hey this is fine to watch with like a bunch of other fucking middle class white guys I suppose <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of privilege showing on this podcast today I Hey man, I'm calling it out. Like no, like, yeah, listen, it's good. Yeah, yeah. we're doing we're doing um, fine. We're doing okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have Ed level privilege, but you know, well, who does? Maybe I have the perfect amount of privilege because I no one's coming after me. No one's canceling me for this fucking podcast. That's would for you, sure. Would you want to be famous? I, we've talked about this before. I want to be like book famous, where I go oh, to like right. a. I go to a con- convention and I'm famous for a weekend and everybody Man. knows who I am and then I just go back to my little dumbass life. We don't have any new things to talk about. Let me just ask you the same shit again and hope that you've right. changed your answer. You want to ask me a same question? <laughs> ask me a question from the past too. Uh, um, what's your favorite Ernest movie? 
Oh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Love that little troll. Okay. Good fucking effects in that movie. All right. Sorry. So tell me about Vampire Suck. I, I, it's just it's just basically the first like two Twilight movies pushed together. You've got like Becca Crane instead of uh, Bella Swan Bella. and Edward yeah. Edward Edward Sullen uh, instead of Edward Cullen. It's a very um, funny one. You've got like a um, what's his fucking name? <laughs> oh my Jacob. god! Yeah, it's Jacob White instead of Jacob Black. That one is yep. barely a pun. And he turns it he turns into a weird Chihuahua. So like that's the level of humor they're bringing. Yeah, the thing a- is like like Ed. This takes sort of like a kitchen sink approach. Like nothing's really off limits like humor wise so it it just kind of throws it at the fucking wall uh-huh. um like jokes um and i haven't seen this movie but like reading through the thing there like there seems to be some fun stuff that that i would like i liked casual i like casual violence like uh you know in the twilight movies where like becca or not becca bella is like almost struck by like a car and edward like jumps in front and, like stops the car that's like a famous scene okay well, this one in this one he like just throws another student in the way uh, <laughs> which seems kind of seems kind of that's funny fun. and um Edward's thing in this one is that he like when he hears music he like starts to take off his clothes like there's nothing that can stop him from doing that except for like Bella or Becca like tries to keep doing it and that's that's sort of his thing Um, so it's 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 got like humor that made me kind of like smile as I was reading the description but it's also got like shit where you know it's just you know fucking guys a weird chihuahua or like Edward after he breaks up with Bella, moves to Rio and is dating Lady Gaga. And I don't know, there's just a lot of stuff. And it made me want to like actually kind of watch the movie. But yeah, not I would really. love to watch this with you. That'd be fun. Okay. Okay. Uh, it, well, we'll have, it, we'll have a movie night. It's got, uh, it's got some heavy hitters got in Ken it. Ken Jong in it. Yeah. Ken Jong, Diedrich Bader, uh, uh, Ike Barinholtz, uh, fucking Dave Foley. That's Canadian culture for you, baby. Uh, so what what links it to too old well um like too old ed is taking like uh, like a vampire suck and like too old vampire suck is taking aim at a cultural phenomenon that was sort of like past its peak by the time the movie even came out okay so the movie itself the movie itself reads is sort of out of touch like and the whole like scary movie thing is like we're making we're, we're it's like a south park like you know where they 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 grab something that they see on online and then they're like what if we just made fun of it? What if like Britney cut her hair and like cried about it? What if like, right. I don't know, fucking Salt Bay showed up? You know, okay. one of these things that like, it's like a fucking flash in the pan. Uh, and that's, that's sort of the, that's the thing about the scary movies is a lot of them don't, they, they rely so heavily on their cultural references. Just like too old relies on sort of like the old man yelling at cloud core of the song. Sure. Um, and I suppose the video I, itself does kind of lean on cultural references. Yeah, and it's just sort of, it just felt, it just felt, the movie Vampire Suck felt to the Twilight series, I think this is what Ed, Ed was going for, which is why I feel like we really misjudged uh, Too Old, because like, the movie there, not only is Edward Cullen too old, right, he's, right. Edward Sullen, I should say, too sure. old, because he's been a, imagine being like a fucking high school, trapped in like a high schooler's body your whole life, <sighs> like that would just, oh for, for eternity, I think that would be better than being like a vampire kid, like being a saker, stop checking your bald spot, bro. It's, it's so much of it. Oh, There's no. so much there. Did I lose way more, like, overnight? Yeah, you got, like, I a got... little, like, like someone, like, a little gremlin, like, took out a, a bite out of your head. That was so quick. What the fuck you know, happened? It, it just seems, it's just, you know, one day it's here, the other it's gone. I'm so you thinking about You thinking about so... Rogaine? You thinking about plugs? What are you thinking about? I'm thinking about Joe Rogaine. Have you ever tried that? Oh, yeah, Joe Rogan. I hear that listening to his podcast uh, makes your hair grow back. 
my uh, my partner rubs rosemary on her head. Maybe I well, shouldn't say this, but she's found she, she is Italian. So she's, like uh yes, yeah, she, she also rubs, rubs some rosemary and oregano and basil. Oregano, basil, a bit of garlic. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Olive yep. Oil. Her hair smells incredible. <laughs> but she said it's helped with uh with with hair regrowth, so um, a lot of times you'll wake up with like a mouthful of her at night wait with a mouthful of her hair in your mouth just like cuz you mistake it for a delicious spaghetti meal. I always have dreams that I'm eating pasta at night and then I wake up and my wife is bald. <laughs> <laughs> and my pillow's gone and my bed is gone and I'm in a different place. Anyway, so anyway <laughs> uh Vampire Suck made $80 million on a $20 million budget, so I guess wow. you know, there was an audience for Holy it, Holy right? fuck, yeah. And that's sort, of like their, that's sort of their thing, is they do these like shovelware movies that are just like fucking raunchy and stupid, but like there are enough people out there, just like there are enough people who support like the two old thesis that like this song is going to get like traction, right? Right, right, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this song is the most commented song on the album, for sure. Oh, God, yeah. Well, I mean, Without and a I doubt. wonder, oh, God, we should have brought this up with Nick, but I wonder if inviting controversy is a way to get more hits like if they did this intentionally be, to be inflammatory i don't think so like okay uh because one of the i remember reading through the comments one of the comments was like one of the lady called them out for being like you know a little bit tone deaf and then one of the like responses was this song was made to offend someone did it offend you i guess it worked then like yeah if your car if your target is the entire internet when you're trying to offend someone you're gonna find someone to be offended right it's just a critical mass of opinion right you just gotta fucking learn but i mean having not grown up with the internet like i mean because the internet wasn't a thing for ed until he was in his like mid-30s basically right like that's when it sort of came into its own like so i don't know i i had the internet from maybe when i was like 10 11 right so i i don't consider myself like a digital native but like i'm i'm conversant in in in, in internet culture right Um, right so i know what to avoid and what to ignore so Mm. anyway uh, vampires suck. I don't know why you picked it, Ed, but uh, it makes sense, I guess, in the context of the song. Can I tell you some stuff about the guy who plays Edward Sullen? Yeah. Uh, he was born in Maslin, Ohio, where Ooh, I lived for many fighting years. Massholes. That's right. Go Massholes. Um, Are they like he... Big Red? Is that Big Red? Who's the Who's the Maslin mascot? The, uh, tigers. Tigers. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's, Sorry. Oh, it's you said it like no, I should know. Okay. I, <laughs> I lived there for a while. You should know everything about it. Um, and uh, he voices um, fucking Anakin and all of the Star Wars cartoons and oh, all nice. that stuff. His Anakin is better than Hayden Christensen. Like he started by doing an impression of him, sort uh-huh. of, and then has grown to like that character has depth and like thoughtfulness to the point at which spoilers for a show that was like five months ago now, but when Anakin appears in Ahsoka, it very much feels like Hayden Christensen is doing a Matt Lantner, uh, sort of impression at that point of him from the cartoon. That's sort of like an ideal. I feel like that's an ideal, like, especially for voice acting or anything like that. Or like when you're trying to, to ape a character, because I know that like the solo movie got a flat, a lot of flack, for because the actor ha- who played Han Solo had like a different take he wanted to do on Solo, and they were like, right. "No, you got to act like fucking Harrison Ford." Yeah. So I yeah. guess like having an extended media property to do that in it gives you time to like sort of like start out doing what they they want you to do, and then sort of take it and make it your own, which is yeah. nice. I yeah. Think. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and I mean that's what you want. I mean, you want it. It must feel good to be a better version of a character than the person who originated the character, right? So. Oh. The last thing I wanted to say about Vampire Suck oh, versus... Uh, I'm sorry. Um, too old. Sorry. Oh, please. I, no, no, no. Go was, ahead. It's not like I had anything else to say about Matt Lantner. 
Okay, except well, you that, uh, that you know, he underwent emergency surgery for a closed-loop intestinal obstruction, which gave him intense abdominal pain in March 20 of 22. But go ahead. Really important, Matt. <laughs> 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 be the Matt Lantner cast. <laughs> what were you going to say? So I, I was talking about like the um, two old video where uh-huh. like the 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 um the scary movies and the the these like parody movies are just sort of like rootless references rootless references to pop culture uh, that are sort of out of date before the the film debuts just like the references in the video are sort of like rootless just like they they feel like they were screen grabbed off of like some like Twitter feed or X feed uh-huh. you know and were old before the file was even rendered like finished rendering so like I don't know. I feel like if you're trying to be current in internet culture, you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to get to it. You're never gonna be able to because the internet culture moves so fast, right? Sure. The, the memes of tomorrow. I mean, memes are old weeks after they come out, days even, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. that, I don't know. It feels kind of like Sisyphean, Sisyphean, yeah, Sisyphean to to try and take aim at that at that sort of thing, and that feels very boom a boomer thing to do. Like shake your fist. Oh, the internet. Yeah. Look look what they're doing. Look what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, the idea that people are, you know, canceled for things is A, incorrect, right? But also B, I think at the very least has been in the zeitgeist for years now, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily think that Ed is shaking his fist at a new concept or something that is, you know, zeitgeisty, you know? I, I, I think that, that, at the very least, this is an idea that has some legs. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Makes sense. You're one of the bad ones, huh? Did you know that Matt Lanter is a Christian? Oh, yeah. Okay. I just thought you'd want to know that. Devout Christian. Devout Christian. His whole thing is how much he adores Jesus and how he felt so bad being a vampire. He just had to think of it like, I am... Cain cursed to walk this earth, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Once he yeah. framed it in sort of the biblical way, it became much easier well, for him. He had a uh, he had like a small like leather cat of nine tails, and before every scene, he would flagellate himself just a little bit, like two or three strokes of the cat of nine tails, yeah, just to like scar himself up and like get in the proper mind, uh, yeah, for Edward Sullen, yeah, which was um was foolish. I think in the end he was a stupid idiot, but yeah, that's why he know. he would swallow um a increasingly large ball bearing at the beginning of every scene, and just so he can uh just so he can feel the agonies that Jesus felt <laughs> while he was being force fed by uh-huh. Sigourney Weaver. Um. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, Em, I think it's about time we rate this song. No, nope. Oh, nope what do we do now? Oh, we go to a break. We go hey, to a break, bud. Yeah, we'll be right back with more Naked ladies, and it's all been done. Cast pod. Now we are hey back F. with Alt-Burning. <laughs> hey, F. F? One second. My partner just came home. Hey. Okay. He walked past. <laughs> Does not want to interrupt you during your important he thought I was in like a He thought I was in like a Zoom meeting with like a dean or something. With someone important other than yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, AF. What do you think should be valuable that isn't? What do I think should be valuable that isn't? You know what I think should be more valuable? Hmm. Naming all of your personal objects. I think we should place value as a culture upon just like, not this is a microphone, but like 
this is Gretchen, you know, and Gretchen is something that means something to me. That feels like, I mean, it would incentivize people who can keep long lists of, and like remember names a lot better, like long lists of like names in their head. Sure, like Bill, sure. Pre- former President Bill Clinton. Was he good at that? He's apparently famous for, um, if you meet him, he will talk to you like personably. And then if you say something to him, like, hey, yeah, I used to live in Maslin or something like that. Uh, and like our mascot with the tigers, like you can meet him 10 years later and he'll be like, hey, Saker, how about that? How about them fighting tigers? Wow. Like, he'll remember like you and like two or three facts about you. Very which is why weird. He was such, a good, like, so, such good at like fundraising and whatnot. That's bizarre. So anyway, Bill Clinton him. would be like not only president, but like the most important person <laughs> in the world. Hey, if we could have a permanent Bill Clinton, you know what? If we could do, if I could vote for Bill Clinton five times in a row. <laughs> nope. The party president. I guess Obama may be the party president. I don't know. Obama with all those drone like a... strikes and shit. <laughs> Obama seemed more to me like the the like thoughtful academic president. Yeah, but he did like funny internet videos. He was on Between Two Ferns, and he did. You know what I mean? Like that's what makes me think that's of fair. him as like the party president. I don't yeah, know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, he and he he was he had charisma. And he was affable. Like I remember when. Uh, Biden was on two ferns and like actually like like just bit Zach Galifianakis like on the face. And it was a big it was a big thing. They couldn't air the episode. You know what? Biden was on uh, Parks and Rec. He was not very not very funny on that. God, remember when Parks and Rec just fucking jerked off Biden so hard for like six years? Yeah, I mean, but it was okay to do it back then, right? I guess was it funny? I guess it was funny because he was like nothing. Yeah. He was a vice president who gives a he shit. Like, yeah, vice presidents are nothing. They're either they're either terribly. The best a vice president can do is not be noticed, yes. I think. Yeah. Can you name our current vice president? Yeah, Kamala Harris. Yes, wow. Of course I can. Incredible. The fucking brains on this guy. Well, I named her because actually what I'm talking about is my microphone, who's named Kamala Harris. <gasps> Kamala who I consider Harris! Our- <laughs> the little mic! Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, what do you think should have value? Hmm. You know what? I revised my opinions. answer to, to oh. hair. I think more hair? people should value their hair. Because like I didn't know you just mine. hair in general. Hair in general. I don't know. Jesus Christ's sake. Just feel like it should be more valued. You don't often get like looks at the top of your head though, do you? No. Almost never. That's why I'm thankful I'm tall. And it's the camera. There, they, too. Say, they say the camera adds 10 pounds and takes off 20, <laughs> 20 hairs. 20 hairs. It's like nothing, but it feels important. Ebo, you know what the most neglected podcast is on the Derailed Network, but the one that I feel deserves the most love? Here it comes. Here it comes, baby. That's, of course, the one that it's Saker all been done. Randomly from a Bare Naked oh, Ladies <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's right. It's I all think been I know done. those guys. A Bare Naked Ladies podcast. The podcast where two dipshits talk about a stupid band that nobody gives a fuck about anymore. Their is latest that episode. Our, is that what our copy actually says? No, but it should. I just sort of freestyled it. Their latest episode, uh, uh, <laughs> Too Old, premiered <laughs> on <laughs> January 2nd, 2024. And it was. Oh, man. We're in the new year. Widely reviled. Yeah, I didn't mention that on this episode, but it is the new year at this point. Happy New Year! Yeah! What do you think we did? Do you think we kissed? I think we kissed at midnight. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's fun. I think I'm you did that th- thing where you like you you take your finger and you your th- your finger and th- your hand and thumb and yeah. you make like the mouth and then we press those together. Yeah. For did a while. we did we draw little uh, eyeballs? Oh in the hell mouth yeah, we it? drew eyeballs on that. Okay. All right. That's fun. All right. Well, can't wait to kiss you, bud. I think we did that thing where we put our finger like we get our hands together and we put them together and you open the one hand and make it look like a butthole. 
I don't know that. Oh yeah, you take your hand, you take your hand, and you spread them out. You spread your middle fingers like a like a yeah. Vulcan, like live long and prosper sign. And you put it vertical. The other person puts theirs horizontal. Yeah. And if you stick them together, and the person opens their hands, the little hole in the middle between their fingers looks, oh, apparently looks like a butthole. I love that. I love that. So I think we did that, and then we just stuck our little our, our mouth in and kissed it. <laughs> just like put we were, our we were symbolically as we, could. we were symbolically licking and kissing each other's butthole. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see a little, Year's Eve. little bit of analingus on the New Year's Eve as little the Irish do. Analingus sounds I think like that's what I, that's what Auld Lang Syne means. Right? <laughs> yeah. Auld Lang means to lick a butthole. Auld Lang Lingus, right? Uh-huh. That's where that comes from. Uh-huh. What does uh-huh. that mean? What does that mean? Auld Lang It means yeah. to the victor go the spoils. <laughs> <laughs> it means buyer beware. All right. It means Good. the devil you don't know wants to see you pay. <laughs> And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time in the show when we spin that high, 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 high wheel. I have to reach really high up. Yeah, you've got it up there. Tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel. How do the characters in the song die? Again, the characters are just Ed Robertson at this (laughs) point. They take no viewpoints. So how does Ed Robertson die? Uh, When this Um, song, I think somebody mails him anthrax. how does the Ed Robertson from this song specifically out of context and no other songs? So how does the Ed so the, Robertson... The, the Ed yeah. Robertson who, after breaking up with... After Paige leaves the band, Ed Robertson just goes right. Well, not like hard right, but just like, you know, just just conservative enough to be an asshole. So we have to decide, is he delusional or not? I don't think so. I think he like goes on the Joe Rogan podcast and he like talks about his like... Like his, his deeply held beliefs. Like he's not like a flat earther... Or like, but he does believe like people are being canceled and like the libs are coming for you and stuff yeah. like that. So, so, but are people really trying to get him canceled is what I'm asking. Oh, is he delusional um, in that sense? I would say like, if he has taken this trajectory since like 2012, he's already been sort of partially canceled. Like he's still putting out album. He and the BNL boys are still putting out albums. Okay. But they're not like, they're not getting even the traction they're getting nowadays. And that kind of okay. frustrates him a little bit more. So okay. he's like. He was never formally canceled because he's just saying stupid shit, right? He's and but so, he's not popular or important enough to right. like come back from it. So nobody's mailing him a bomb. Nobody's mm-hmm. trying to get his family killed and sniped through a window. So how does he die? He I dies mean, on January sixth, two thousand and two. <laughs> he storms the American. Think he gets so? killed by congressmen. <laughs> I don't know. Jebediah Springfield. Springfield. <laughs> uh, yeah, I um, I don't know. Do I think that Ed storms the Capitol? So he's full right at this point. Well, I think. I mean, if if I'm being if I'm being honest, I think Natalie Hebert takes the kids and leaves, and mm-hmm. I think Ed is all alone and he drinks too much whiskey one night and he so that that, em- that embitters him more, and then he goes farther right. He responds by doubling down. Yes, I think that's true. Yeah. Uh, and so how do people on the farthest of the right die? I mean, how did, what, Rush Limbaugh? Uh, uh, died of, like, cancer, I Cancer, think. yeah. Okay, so maybe Ed just lives a really long time. And, uh, I mean, I think Ed Ed is passionate enough that he's on the fucking Joe Rogaine podcast and he fucking has a heart attack on the air when he's espousing his, you know, his virtues. 
the virtues of, of being that, uh, a man's man. I think that Ed, what, what Ed does is he goes on the Joe Rogaine podcast, gets further radicalized to the point where, because the thing is, Ed's thing is he can make anything sound sort of reasonable. Like right. he seems earnest about it. So right. you can tell he genuinely believes these like batshit crazy things that he's talking about. Sure. And so like the right uses him as sort of a mouthpiece for their most like virulent and horrible ideas. Cause he can make them. He's like a Jordan Peterson. If Jordan, P- if, like not an academic but like a musician that is still like kind of personable and like mm-hmm. i mean jordan peterson has no charisma but like ed has charisma so ed's selling these things and he's getting more like fucking deep into these rabbit holes and uh um i forgot where this was going i had a really good death for him in mind can um, i pitch you jordan peelterson like he just jordan makes Pe- right right wing horror movies what I do mean, you think that's, that's yeah that'd be great i'd like to see what a right i mean a right wing horror movie is uh like fucking i think um ben shapiro did not like a horror movie but like a thriller where like a oh. woman was like trapped in her house by uh cancel just culture. somebody sh- can- not cancel culture <laughs> but it was definitely like it was it was themed like they're coming for your kids sort of thing oh i see like, i see like okay. you got to protect your kids and that's a very real fear like no one wants fucking children to be raped on sure. any side of the sure. fucking aisle so um uh, i'm just googling right-wing horror movie to see if uh nefarious interesting Ooh. yeah we'll have to I'll have to check out nefarious i think we should have a night where we watch vampire suck and nefarious <laughs> we, keep, we keep setting these up setting them down. Up, knocking them down we'll wait five years until we go on vacation <laughs> together again then just watch movies non-stop starring sean uh, patrick flannery how do i know that name he's one of the boondock saints i believe uh you might be right possibly so not the one who was in uh walking dead but the other one. Oh. uh dexter oh yeah he's, yeah boondock saints yeah you're exactly right exactly right okay sorry uh okay sorry so how does ed die <laughs> i i just i was explaining how he got to where he was at the point where he could die and then right. i forgot what i was how he was going and to then die. he's he's eaten by uh fucking tremors <laughs> i think that's, that's gotta be how we, we end this right <laughs> him and kevin bacon <laughs> so so he 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 gets more and more isolated, more and more radicalized, and then a tremor just randomly he, shoots like, up no, from he, the ground. He, like, during like the second COVID boom in the in two thousand and twenty seven, he uh-huh. uh, injects himself with like ivermectin or something, and then okay. that's a heart attack. Okay, I like that. I like it. He starts. To, he starts to believe what he's selling. So okay, starts to take his dies, own meds. Dies like he lives, full of worms. Oh, Keep, stop checking yourself out, bud. Stop but, like, checking what out if it got hair. better or your, worse? You're only gonna make your head. You're only make yourself sadder. Okay. All right, now's the time in the show when we take some emails from our friends, our fans, our silly little sluts. Um, I, uh, I I asked the Discord if they had any emails for us, and boy, oh boy, we had a fucking bunch of questions. Uh, I oh, haven't uh, sifted through them yet, so should I just pick one at random? Please do. Okay, why don't I, you know what, I'll just go straight from, from top to bottom, and then we'll have emails for, for a million years. Ready? So here's the first one. This comes from our friend, M. M says, Hi, M. If the Bare Naked Ladies' karmic rankings determined what they become in their next life, who fares best? Well, so, after too old? I know. But, but Ed's done a lot of good things. He just has a shitty understanding of what it's like to be a normal human being in 2023 because he's so rich. But also one of the things is, if he's saying this sort of stuff and he's believing this sort of stuff, it has to inform his actions and how he interacts with the world, right? Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to have a negativity bias because also he's, he's he's got us. He's, we've got we're like four songs deep. Most of them are about 
just loving life being a good guy like trying to learn and like grow as a person and then we right. have, he has one like fucking stutter step where he steps back he like looks back and is like yeah but what about this cancel culture yeah yeah that's fair and so it's like that's like a right it's like a uh, prager university video where they start with something like reasonable prager. like nobody wants kids to get raped right <laughs> and you know who's doing that pizza gate like pizza like, hut. pizza hut. <laughs> um all right, so so Ed fares badly. What do you think Ed turns into in the next life? I don't think Ed fares badly. I just don't think he fares as well as, as, you know as what? he would you, have for this song. Do you know who I, what I think Ed becomes? I think Ed becomes a pig, right? Because I think he... Like a pet re- pig or a, or a food pig? Well, I don't know. I think he remains intelligent. I, I think Ed is a little pot-bellied pig, Vietnamese pot-bellied pig that like a family kind of loves. But that's like, a really kinda... good life for him, though. You know what he is? He's a pig on an abandoned island, and then he never has any natural predators. But one day, someone washes up and slaughters him in order to survive. So he's doing good things. Uh, he's intelligent. Um, a uh, a uh, sort of like past their prime Canadian band falls on the island, like in the video, looking up. Oh man! And, uh... Hey, you know what I was thinking? I forgot to mention when Nick was here. Um, one thing they probably could get canceled for is live during looking up when they do their little, uh, the part that sounds like Latin rock or funk in the middle of it. And that all their mm-hmm. roadies come out in sombreros and ponchos on stage and dance. Do you remember that? Nope. Oh, well, it definitely happened and happens when they play looking up live. Fascinating. It didn't happen during the either concert that I remember. Yeah. Happened but... during our concert friend. Oh yeah. Well, I must have just glossed over that. Yeah, I'm but sure. That's you just a point of privilege on my part. Like, sure to not is. be offended by and that. And on Ed's. Well, I'm not happy to hear that. <laughs> it's but it's fun. It's so fun. It's just like okay, because all of the roadies are refugees from Latin American countries. <laughs> they all, they've they given all, a they've given a job and a home. Only hire immigrants on the BNL bus. And they uh, and the only thing they ask of them for this like for saving them from gang violence is that they put on sombreros and serapes and dance during this five you know 30 second uh bridge that's a good a good trade-off a good life it's is a good life <laughs> oh that's a good life god what a song that was a fucking song um okay so ed turns into an island pig <laughs> kev turns into what i mean kev makes out the best right karmically kev can do no wrong yeah, I feel like, yeah, I mean, he's got a good heart, um, and his actions tend to be good. I think, could he do more good? Of course. Of course he could do more good. He's still rich. Like, well, if you, I don't feel like any, I don't think any rich person fares well karmically, like, fair, like improves their station, right? That, At least if we're talking about, like, a Buddhic, a Buddhist, like, Hindu karma, right? I, I feel like he's got, he's got something in his brain where he can only make $9 million. And when he hits the 10th million, he gives away all the money. That oh, it must be fucking nice. Yeah. I'm sure that fucking the Bodhisattva's smiling on Kev because <laughs> he's just stopping himself at $9 million. Honestly, you know what? You know what? 9 million's enough. I'm happy with $9 million. That's not bad. 9 million isn't bad. Um, I don't know. I, I, he's got to buy a couple more houses, a couple more nice cars. Uh, like anyway, Kev, uh, he's got to buy some more puppets and some more indigenous art. But like, I feel like Kev turns into a mayfly. Um, That's because horrific. He has, one, he has one beautiful day of life and joy, and then he's back into the cycle of renewal. I feel like that's. I think Kev would want that. Yeah, I guess he gets what he wants if he was a good boy for Christmas. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. What do you think? What do you think is better for Kev? 
I think he turns into like a fucking like a swan that is meant to deliver a message to someone. Like Swans someone are mean as shit though. Okay, uh, a fucking dove. Like someone says, "God, give doves me a are mean s- as shit though." <laughs> All right, <laughs> fucking groundhog. Groundhogs are mean as shit though. <laughs> what do you think the nicest animal is? A dog. Yeah, I mean the ones that have been bred to be nice to us. Unfortunately, it is inescapable that Tyler Stewart turns into a golden retriever, and we can't have two dogs, mm. right? Yeah, I mean I he's t- Tyler. Like I feel Tyler turns into something. I I think Tyler does okay. Like he seems like hmm. I don't know. I don't know what Tyler would turn. Tyler's into. a good boy, and I think he has a lot of golden retriever energy in this life. So I could totally see him, you know, moving into that in the next. You don't think so? Nope, I think you're right. <laughs> Great. Thanks what for you... making that wheel, <laughs> What do you think Jim turns into? Quick. Oh, uh, Jim turns into a uh, um, like, uh, a, like a a bodega owner. <laughs> so Jim's the only one who like moves up on the. Uh... <laughs> you <laughs> Everyone think... else moves down on the karmic scale. A bodega owner is moving up from a bare naked lady, but he comes back as a human. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he comes back as a as a word. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to like <laughs> no, cast aspersions at bodega owners as a as Prob- a whole. Probably a worse life than being a multi platinum musician. I don't think yes, anyone's yes. going to argue that. Probably, probably, probably. yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, we're all talking about karma here, so it's not necessarily your your material situation that matters. Okay. I bet right. there are some very enlightened bodega owners. Probably. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I Jim hope Jim comes back as a bodega owner, but like, as far as like traditional karma goes that's the highest rank we've given anybody yeah <laughs> i don't know i feel like a gold a golden retriever who's a pet that's i mean you're thinking about like you're thinking of it as nice like life a better who comes back as a better life yeah um i'm is thinking about what like karma actual car- the car no you come back as a more enlightened form of life right? oh i see okay well never so mind. like so jim would come back as like a fucking uh low-level monk right right or he'd come back as a like uh, Kshatriya Kish- uh, cast in the in the cast system, like uh, a warrior or, or like a Kashikan sort of uh, Chewbacca man. Yeah, yeah, like Kashik. There's two Ks. You should pronounce them both. George Lucas does. There's three Ys. Is what you're thinking of? No, Kashik has two Ks in it. Does it? Let's let's do an on air bet. What do you want to okay. bet? I will bet uh, one episode of Clone Wars that I have to watch with you. <laughs> I don't want to watch Clone Wars. Uh, okay, Kate, one episode of Rep. Uh, let's let's watch. Uh, no, this is for Nefarious. I want to watch Nefarious. You don't. Let's watch some right wing horror. It's spelled K A S H Y Y Y K. Ah, you were no, right. Yeah, no second K. At it's Kashyyyk. Yeah, Kashyyyk. <laughs> you have to just be really cold when you say it. Kashyyyk. All right. Yeah. Well. I hope we answered your question, Em. Ebbo, we done did hey, it. Hey, we done that. We done did it. Oh, we fell and broke our crowns. I really broke my crown. Look at that. It's all broken up there. Fuck. That's dut, bud. Fuck bud, my bud. fucking head you gotta up. Got to get off your own oh, head. Fuck. Get off your own Jesus. head. I got to get some rosemary. Got to get that rosemary. Uh, Ebbo, what do you have to plug this week? Well, it's January, so one of my stories came out in the December whatever thing for Black Library. Okay. Maybe my book's out. I wouldn't fucking know. I'm a, They just mailed me another book this week. Oh. I'm like, oh, shit, it's coming out. Which book? Just a, a an anthology one of my stories was in. Out they by keep, now. Like, packaging my stories in anthologies. Yeah, so there we Plug go. Plug it. What is it? Uh, pff, fuck if I can know. Let me okay. See it's on my no, it's, right it's fine. Who gives a shit? 
I don't give a shit. Ev is left. He's going to come back with like Richard Tricky's Book of Magic Men. And I'm going to be like, I, well, I don't know why I asked. What's the fucking point of asking if I don't know the reference for the characters? Or is it? It's probably Warhammer shit. And it's like, I don't know, Warhammer? Guess, guess, oh. guess, what, guess what you think it call, it's called. Is it Richard Tricky's Book of Magic Men? Yes. <laughs> Richard? Shrekies book of magic men you have uh, the fucking my... zoom filter on i don't know why, why I yeah it's called untamed realms okay is it a uh uh fucking uh a novel in the uh blaster master universe mm-hmm. okay yeah um it's the master blaster universe we're writing about the uh little guy who from rides the big guy yeah from mad max the big guy who has down syndrome oh i didn't know that yeah, that's the that's like the reveal uh, when Master Blaster gets knocked off the his his like human mount, uh, and Mel Gibson beats the shit out of this guy, and like takes off the thing, and it's just a guy with Down syndrome. Jesus Christ! And then does yep. Mel Gibson be like, hey, yeah, I did. And Mel Gibson's like, oh wait, I'm not gonna kill this guy. Okay, that's nice, nice of Mel Gibson, a good guy. And then Mel Gibson just like just corkscrews <laughs> his fucking head off. <laughs> that fucking rules. Oh, boy. I got nothing to plug. I don't know when my fucking album's coming out. We're banking these too far in advance. Ah, fuck it. I don't know. I mean, but like, hey, hey, man, we were we were so privileged to have the time to do this. I'm glad so we took privileged. a month off. Me too. I mean, a month off to do a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a month <laughs> off. All right. Well, I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one week. One week. Week. One week. One week. One week. One week. Yeah, see you next week. Stop. Stop. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye.